Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be joined by Tristan Bond of the Practice Acceleration Method. He has created a system to help you create predictable, profitable, and scalable businesses by using the Market Rebook Manage system. It's been implemented by everyone from solo startup businesses to clients doing over $20 million a year. The book, The Practice Acceleration Method, is an international bestseller in four business categories and six countries. Tristan, thanks so much for joining us. Seth, it's my pleasure to be here. Thank you for allowing me the opportunity to talk to you and uh, all your listeners. Awesome. Let's go back in time. How did you get started? Perfect. Well, wow. Um, we'll grab a time machine and we'll jump back. So um, the, the way I got started, I was a physiotherapist and I uh, was working for another practice back at the time. And uh, they asked me to join a partnership with them. And uh, that was when I was 22. And at that point, I was uh, running a, uh, I started developing the practice acceleration method back then. I just didn't know what it was going to be called. And uh, I presented it to them and they didn't like it. And uh, they're like, no, you can join a partnership, but we're not going to use any of your ideas. And um, at 22, I guess I was a bit more headstrong than I am now. I got my back up a little bit. And um, I went in this Entrepreneur of the Year competition and I presented this idea um, for the Ernst & Young Entrepreneur of the Year, the big accounting firm. And we made it through to the semifinals and we had some people that wanted to invest in it. And uh, I rejected the investment. I didn't, we didn't go on to win it, but I thought this has got legs. I'm going to start this out. I didn't know what to do. And then um, I started when um, I took a holiday, I went to Europe for six weeks. When I got back, my mum said, I found a room for you to rent and it's time for you to stop talking and start doing. So um, she's mom, like, here I it is. Love mom. She's like, I'll drive you there and make this happen. And um, <laughs> yeah, she drove me there and um, she waited downstairs and she's like, have you, have you signed a lease? And uh, yeah, I was like, I have. <laughs> so that, that's how I started in this little small room, rolling it out by myself. And then I uh, started expanding it using this method from there, from bootstrapping. That is really. awesome. I love that mom kind of forced your hand. Uh, that, yeah. that, that is terrific. What yeah. is the practice acceleration method? So the, the practice acceleration method really, the best way I describe it to my audience who are um, clin like clinicians, but it also works for, for really, to be honest with you, this, this approach works for any business. I would say to my clinicians, guys, you use a clinical reasoning approach to identify what's wrong with a patient to go look what's up with you, what's going on subjectively, objectively, and provide like a really systematic solution. And the practice acceleration method is exactly that. 
for the business of the clinical side. Like we know that diagnostically, there's going to be a problem with marketing, like getting leads in and sales in terms of are they actually booking in with you and using your services? And there's going to be issues with scalability. And we need to look at all of those areas. So the method is broken up into, into nine distinct functions, three under each area of market, rebook and manage. And we go through and we diagnose each area so that our clients can get leads on demand so they can keep them um, so they can provide an incredible service and so they can grow a team without the business depending on them. So that's it in a nutshell. I hope I've done a good job of explaining that and fast forward. You have, absolutely. I'd like to dive in a little deeper. What Me was too. the first practice? Do you remember the first practice that you used this method on and kind of what was their story of how it worked? And I'm sure you've improved and made tweaks and distinctions along the way. Yeah. So like, I mean, the first one, I, I tested everything on myself to start with. And to be honest with you, I didn't actually know that it was something unusual. I just thought this is what most people would be doing out there. And then one day what happened is a friend of mine, he owned a practice. He also ironically was at the same clinic when I was offered a partnership, we remained friends. And so he went off and did his own thing. He invited me out and said, can you just sit in with me for a day and see what is it that I'm maybe I'm doing wrong that you might be doing differently. I said, sure, probably nothing. But like I sat in with him and within half an hour of sitting in his waiting room while I was waiting to see him, because he was running late, he was running late. Of course. You know, which is, of course, like he's in healthcare, like it's, you know, it's what happens. Um, so he's running late and I'm just sitting there and I'm just watching his receptionist and or two receptionists actually handle phone calls. And I'm just watching lead after lead just drop through the floor and just shaking my head about what's going on. And, um, so when I met with him, he's like, let's solve my marketing problem. And I said, well, we can do that. But I think you've got a conversion problem first. Like, uh, I don't know what's going on at the front, but I've just counted, like, how much do you make per patient if they follow your advice? So on average, $500. I said, well, mate, I've just watched you lose 11 and a half grand in the last 30 minutes with bodged calls. Um, not to mention all the people walking out the front that have left without another appointment and they're scratching their head, wondering what's wrong, like how they actually going to recover without your help. Like... So that's, I started working with my friend, Andrew. I said, look, I'll give you some help for free. And then after I helped him one day, he said, man, um, we're making an extra 250 grand a year run rate because of that advice you gave me. Can I pay you? I said, no, of course not. Like, I don't want to take your money. But I left that meeting going, I should probably do this and see if other people are willing to pay as well. So that was my, that was my first interaction with it. And uh, I left there pretty excited going, this is what I love doing. Um, I had no idea that other people might value this. It's like, you know, you just don't know what other people value if you're stuck in your own silo and small business. And that's where I'd been to that point. That is awesome. So when did you, so you did it for yourself, you did it for that practice. When did right. you branch out into helping uh, on a much larger scale? In 20, in 20, uh, 2008, I was headhunted by a uh, consulting firm. Like we hear what you're doing. And we'd like you to come work for us. Started doing that, which was fun, but I wasn't able to use my method because they had their own. Um, so I did that with them for 12 months. And I was like, look, I definitely love coaching and consulting. So I am, I know that you're um, like the king of direct response um, copywriting. So I was like, I didn't know how to do that. I'm like, I need, if I can get a copywriter on my side, I'm up and running. So it was in 2009, um, 2009. I was like, all right, that's it. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to work for this other company anymore. My method, I feel so passionate about it. 
I'm going to hire a copywriter and um, ran this ad in the Australian Physiotherapy Association magazine. And uh, it was a one pager. I think we spent like seven or $8,000 on it. And um, I got three clients from that, that, um, that joined. I was like, yay, they're my first three clients. And um, one of them is still a really good friend of mine now, almost like, you know, 11 years later, which is pretty, or 12 years later now, which is pretty cool. But, um, that's how I got started. So direct, direct response writing in industry magazines. And then um, as uh, the internet started taking off, obviously now Facebook and Instagram, uh, LinkedIn and YouTube, but back then a lot of Google ads and so on. But yeah, started with direct response ads. That is absolutely awesome. So yeah. how then, tell us a little bit about the way the business looks now. Oh, absolutely. Wow. Um, what would you like to know specifically so I just don't dribble on because I get pretty excited talking about it. I would like to see business. you excitedly dribble. So All right, uh, cool. How, how far have you grown? How many places, how many practices and businesses have you helped? Talk a Great. little bit about the team, all that good stuff. Oh, perfect. Oh, I love talking about all those areas. So um, I'll, I'll go like top to toe. So um, to date, we've worked with just over 2,500 practices globally. Um, our big markets where we really love to serve people are, like I'm in Australia, so we love our Australians, obviously. We also love our cousins over there in New Zealand. We work with a lot of Kiwis. And we've really got a, a big presence now in the United States, Canada, and the United Kingdom. So we've got, they're our, they're our clients, all those spaces. We currently have, as of yesterday, of 460 um, practice owners that are using our method globally that are part of our program, um, which is incredibly exciting. So you know, we're now a $10 million a year business and we're looking to go a lot bigger than that. Um, our focus right now is on scaling up our team and scaling up our infrastructure. So we've got a good sized team here in Adelaide. Um, I'd have to do a head count because I'm a little embarrassed to know this, but I think we have nine in the office. Is it nine? I've got a thumbs up. There's nine in the office. Um, and we've got a large team over in the Philippines supporting us as well. I actually don't know the headcount. Um, all up, we've got about 35 staff. Um, we've got coaches that work with us over in the United States and also in Australia that are, that are offsite. Um, and we have a large marketing team, which is all remote based. And they are scattered across um, Melbourne in Australia, Sydney. And then uh, we've got a, um, one of our writers is in Vegas. Um, our uh, virtual CMO he works over in Florida um, and our ad guy, Jason, is always moving. He's a nomad. Last I checked, he was in Venezuela. Yeah, I hope he sounds like a dangerous place. I hope he's still okay. I haven't spoken to him for a week or so. So we had a, we had a big team scattered all over the place with people in specific functions. So it's uh, we, we practice what we preach is what I'm trying to say, Seth. Like everything that um, we teach, we've done in a healthcare space and now we've done it in a coaching space. Like we're just so excited about like the method itself and we're continually expanding it. That is fascinating. What are you finding some of the biggest mistakes that practices and business are making when uh, it comes to growth and scale that you're helping them solve? That's a really good question. So the, the first mistake that I find is not actually having a marketing system in and of itself. So being dependent on a lead source, which you can't control. And then you're at the mercy of the market. Like the biggest, the biggest contributing factor to, to, to business failure is not having enough leads and then not being, then the next, not being able to convert those leads. But if we're, un, if we're unable to actually generate a lead through a process that we can control, then we're really in a lot of strife. So that, that's the first problem that we see. And that's the first problem that, that, that we work on our, with our clients to solve. And the next problem is then not understanding or having a process to actually take that lead the entire journey that you offer as a company 
you know, offering take drive, driving them through your clinical services to help them to the best of your ability as a clinician. But because of that, like overall, we know that we can help a client make an extra 53% in revenue within 90 days, just on improving conversion. That's um, one heck of a guarantee. That's one heck of a growth rate in a short period. Most people would be happy. Most yeah. physios would be, or practice owners, heck, most companies would be happy with that over a period of years. That's incredible that's right. that you're doing it that fast. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously the speed of, of that is going to depend on the size of your team. Smaller team, quicker implementation, a bigger team, slower to move. But then that comes into our third method. So the, um, the, the, the problem there is like the third biggest mistake I find is actually not having clarity of expectations with team, like clarity of expectations, clarity of role, clarity of what success looks like, and then lacking a process for accountability. Like, are we actually hitting that? And then finally, lacking a, a lacking a system for a meeting rhythm to actually have that conversation ongoing, so that your, your team are performing at the level they want to and you want them to do. So they're the three big mistakes: like not not enough leads, um, not enough conversion of those leads, and then finally, um, lack of control of team or heading in the same pathway. So the tragedy is we see there's a lot of fantastic clinicians across physical therapy, chiropractic, podiatry, dentistry, and so on, and as they're growing and they're doing an amazing job clinically. They, they actually start going down in profit, up in stress, losing their time. Revenue is growing, but it's a vanity score. And they're not enjoying themselves because they're unable to actually get their head around how to grow their team in an aligned way. So I'm spending a lot of time on that right now for even companies doing just like 500 grand a year and upwards. Like that is the biggest roadblock at that point is team. So with, I mean, you built a large company yourself serving these practices worldwide. Does your, is your company provide, are the, is this like a coaching program where you're telling them what to do? Is their implementation or done for you features? How does, if I, I'm a practice, I want to hire you. How does that process work? Yeah, that's a really good question. So, and, and I've dug into this so hard over the years. We did like, we did a traditional coaching model. Um, we also, we also had a marketing agency so I just, like, I just love business, period. And what I noticed was with, with coaching is um, we weren't giving, we were, at that point, it was like, hey, you need to do this. Here's how you need to do it, which is all great. But it's like, you know, there's a lot of information. Then with lead, with our agency, it was like, great. And we're going to give you the leads. Um, so what we've done is what we found was a, is a better model is with our done with you coaching program is where we actually give you the strategy, hold you by the hand and help you implement it as if you're in-house inside an agency. So if you are working with me, Seth, we'd um, say, great, here, this is a strategy we're going to use. Here it is. It's proven and tested. Here's all the proof of results. Here are all the other people that have applied it that you can speak with. Plus, you're going to be on a call with our coaching staff. Like we run 20 different coaching calls um, a fortnight now. Where we're, like, we're going to actually hold you by the hand and implement it into your business to ensure that it happens. Um, so that, that's the way that we found we can get the best possible results it's a little bit labor heavy on our side but um it's like we're about results here and we're here for the long term um, and i want to build something really powerful so i'm prepared to pay more on the labor side and work harder to ensure our clients win so it's a done with you program i love it so you how do you help practice owners and business owners who fall into what michael gerber called the e-myth trap where we get yep. caught up, we start a practice because we want to help people. We want to do physiotherapy, chiropractic, dentist. We don't want to, you know, we don't set out to own a business. We just think we just want to take care of patients. So how do you get them to make that transition to start thinking like a true business owner? 
Yeah, we do a lot of work on that. And that's a really valid point. So we, we work a lot on, on mindset, transitioning from, I call it clinician to CEO mindset um, or clinician to owner mindset. And there are certainly a lot of roadblocks there, which I completely understand. And um, I've gone through them myself. Um, and I've worked with people at 2,500 plus that have gone through the same thing. One of the ways that we actually address that is we have a mindset coach um, that speaks to our clients and, and we run through that. But um, ultimately, if I'm going to break this down for you and for our listeners to make this really simple, like if you want to have the outcome, you can't really change the method. Like if, um, if a patient wants to get um, pain-free, they cannot choose how they're going to do that. They actually need to listen to the professional. So if you want to run a business, you cannot purely approach it from a, cl a clinical space. You actually need to ultimately understand you're owning a business. And there's two ways to do that. Number one is that you learn how to do it and you double down and you do it. Like that's one method. The other way is you actually pay the problem away and you hire someone within your company that is going to lead you and you actually pay the CEO and that they can do that. They're, they're a hungry business person. They want to do that. And that's also an option. Some of our clients hire a CEO who becomes part of our program. That the, the limiting factor there is in order to have that financial capacity to hire a CEO to come in, if you refuse to be part of the business, I guess you're like, hey, I want to be a clinician. I kind of want to be on the board. I want to clip the ticket and get my shares. Um, but in order to do that, you need a really good chairman or a really good CEO. And you want a good one? Like, I don't know. I'm not sure what it's like um, out there um, for, for other businesses doing sort of numbers that we're doing. But like, if I was to replace myself as CEO, you know, you're paying a million bucks a year for that. Um, for, a, for a healthcare business to get in a CEO that's even like of, a, of any normal okay standard, you're going to pay 300 grand a year. Like, so it's a question of are you going to pony up the dough or are you going to buckle down and do it yourself? So that's what we say to them. These are your choices. And when you choose to do it um, our way, which is what happens 99% of the time, then we go through that, that nature of when you own a business, you can serve people at a higher level. We are not going to change how you think about your patients. We're going to help you to amplify your impact. You're going to be more powerful than ever before. But the real reason that you don't want to step away from the tools and become a CEO isn't because you love your patients. It's because you're scared out of your mind of rejection. You're scared out of your mind of failing. So we go through that and we unpack the real conversation that our clients are having in the middle of the night when they wake up when they pretend in the morning they didn't wake up and think that the conversation that they won't have with their, even with their mum and dad, the conversation they won't dare to have with their colleagues. So we unpack all that and then they start moving pretty quick. And when we see them helping more patients and growing, they're like, wow, like business is actually the most ethical thing to do because you can help more people. Anyway, that's my rant on it. And other people are welcome to have different opinions, but that, that's just my, my personal opinion on it. I appreciate your personal opinion. You, you talked about, you hit a number of points in there, one of, one of which I want to address. How did you advise your practices to pivot during COVID? Because we're recording this in 2021 in the beginning. Um, yeah. We've been through the height of the pandemic. What yeah. guidance, how did you talk them off the ledges? What marketing changes did you make? How did you juggle that? Considering that you probably had practices all around the world that physically had to close for a period of time until they got declared essential workers. Yeah. So I remember the morning that happened. It was tragic. Like, uh, I mean, it was going on for a little while, but I was personally in, a, I was in Australia and um, I was in Melbourne. I was about to get in an Uber to go to the Grand Prix. And then um, I get a message from the office going, you're not going to the Grand Prix. The UK have gone into shutdown. And, I, and I'm like, okay, cool. Um, I'll handle this um, after the first couple of laps of racing. Um, and then, um, then I look at my phone, like Grand Prix canceled. I'm like, oh goodness, I need to get a plane back home to Adelaide. Couldn't do it. 
So I remember it happening. And um, by the time I go back to Adelaide, we're like, all right, our client's getting shut down in the UK and the US. Australia is going to be next. Um, how are we going to help these guys? So honestly, it was like the most frantic period of my life. For the next three weeks, we created brand new content to show our clients how to do a number of things. Like firstly, um, how to negotiate with their landlords. We showed them how to do that. We created an entire system for negotiation. Um, we went through a process of, of cash flow management. And we now have, I mean, we've always said to our clients, you want to have a 90-day bunch of cash in your account for, for a, just for a rainy day. And now we've extended that and said, we now advise you to have six months of cash flow stored away um, because we're in a world now where a pandemic has happened and we'd be foolish to think it won't happen again. Um, we showed our clients how to remain engaged with their customers, their patients and their clients whilst in shutdown to ensure they're not going to lose that trust equity they've built up so that when they do reopen, they can steal that trust equity. We created done for you campaigns so that when they do come out of shutdown, they can quickly rebook, get people in. We showed them how to market that while they're in shutdown. And for many of our clients who can actually practice virtually, so some of our clients can practice virtually um, in terms of uh, physiotherapy, um, Pilates. Um, we've even seen it, I mean, obviously, psychology, dietetics, and things like that. I've even seen some virtual dentistry. I'm not certain how you do that, by the way. Um, I was going to ask you that question. I'm not, I'm, honestly, I'm not certain. And I, and I think it was more like educational type videos they were creating. But in any event, we showed them how to monetize their services. Um, oh, that's what we do with dentistry. Um, we ran campaigns around teeth whitening during the down period. And then we got them on the phones and they were selling teeth whitening to provide the service later. And they're taking cash flow while shut down and they're actually making more money. That's right. Um, and we did the same thing with podiatry and shropity. I think you might call it over there in the States with them, with them providing orthotic devices. So the, is a, obviously, as you know, the, the, the worst thing in the world that's happened um, in my memory, um, a lot of our clients have come out thriving. Not all of them, not all of them. So if you're sitting there listening, oh, my business sucked during the pandemic, I'm telling you, the hardest period I've ever been through. Um, but a lot of our clients thrived and did even better during it. Um, because everything kind of aligned that our method worked well to do that. Um, so we provided them with all of those solutions. And it was, so we called it a Corona war plan and we have it in place. So that's in terms of content that we provided. Um, I went out immediately and went on a hiring binge so that I could have people available 24 hours virtually on the phones to support our clients. And uh, that's, what, that's what I did. Um, the, ne the next thing I did was I went, I was like, cool, how much cash, how much cash flow have we got? How are we looking? Like, you know, everything we taught our clients, we did ourselves and we applied our methods. And um, I was looking at it going, geez, we could be in a lot of trouble here. This is going to be bad. But um, we ended up coming out of it growing, but only because we'd completely pivoted and changed our mindset entirely. So looking back on it, it's not over yet. Um, we're still digging deep and changing things. But what a growth curve. Pretty crazy. Absolutely. For our folks who are watching or listening and want to learn more about the practice acceleration method and how it can work in their business, no matter the type, where is the best place for us to send them? Um, the, if you go to the, the URL, the practiceaccelerationmethod.com. Awesome. Um, anything else you want to share before I let you go? I know your time's incredibly valuable. No, man. I'm, I've, I've had a wonderful time here, like, but I'm looking forward to getting stuck into the, the Facebook ninja that you wrote after this. So I'm going to, I'm going to dig into that. And that to, I appreciate that. That's it. a little outdated. I wrote that a couple of years ago. There obviously been a lot of changes to Facebook since then, uh, but I'd be happy. We do coaching calls for that, where we jump on and go over all the updates. So I'd be happy to do that for you. I just love the fact it's called Ninja. I'm like, I can't not have that. That's cool. 
Thank, well, that, that, thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> That's awesome. both copywriting and my personal lifelong career in martial arts. Wow. I love it. That's awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for having me, Seth. It's, uh, my pleasure. it's my absolute it's a pleasure to be this here. Morning. Thank this you, man. This has been uh, Seth Green for Shark Fedor with Tristan Bond of Practice Acceleration Method. Tristan, thanks again. Thank you, sir. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. We'll see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.